0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Power Word Gold podcast, episode number 82. I am Jim Yunkin from Power Word Gold, which is a blog, podcast, and live stream about making gold in World of Warcraft. As always, you can find our blog and podcast by heading over to powerwordgold.net. You can find us on Twitter, or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr, and uh, twitch.tv slash jimjankin. All the rest of them are power, word, and gold. We are doing the podcast a little bit differently tonight. We are testing out a slightly different way of recording the podcast. And uh, yeah, one of the nice things about this particular way of recording the podcast that it has a pause button so that's really good because you never know when you're going to need to pause and this also is not going to have any editing per se so we're trying to do this in one shot from beginning to end and uh... what else also um... we yeah, we don't have a we don't have a, any show notes or anything like that to start off with. So, did I say episode eighty two? Yeah, episode eighty two. So, consider this an experiment. We are actually going to be playing World of Warcraft while we're doing the stream, um, which is not something that we would normally be able to do, um, just because. In general, we don't. If we're recording the podcast with somebody else, we don't have <laughs> World of Warcraft playing. But we've been trying to make sure we can get in some uh, some play time. So we're going to go ahead and get into the get into the game a little bit here, and see how see see how things are going. I thought we'd actually kind of this isn't the first time I've actually done this. Um, there's been past episodes of the show where we've actually been playing at the same time, but we're going to go ahead and jump into the game just so I can kind of walk you through a little bit and talk you through a little bit of um, what a day in the life of me playing the game (laughs) is all about. So, okay, let's see here. I think I accidentally started it twice. We have been dual boxing, and so... Let's go ahead. Actually, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go ahead and jump into one of our new characters. Um, in case you didn't know, our realms were merged, or I call them merged, but you can call them connected. They can call them connected. I'll still call them merged. Oh, and if it sounds like my voice is a little bit quiet, it's because it's nighttime here. So I'm trying to, trying to keep it down and... uh so I apologize. We're just gonna to have to pretend that we're just chilling here. That we're just chilling and having a little discussion. <laughs> so um yeah, so we have been we we decided to go ahead and extend our recruiter friend account for another month. So now we've purchased well, when when we when our payment goes through uh towards the end of January we'll have purchased three months well, two months of game time so we'll get our green our emerald hippogriff mount which is nice because we were already at one month we decided well let's just go ahead and extend it out a little bit more so um, i'm gonna go ahead and see let's go back to make sure i can get a flight path here so we have been leveling together a priest and a hunter we're just going to go over here and see if this Flight Master will fly us all the way back to Ogomar before we go ahead and hearth there. Oh, perfect. Straight shot. We had to run all the way from Orgrimmar. Well, actually, we ran all the way from Thunder Bluff. So, I should probably... Oh, here we go. I was going to say, I should probably be writing down what we're talking about. But, um, we could do that on this, uh, on the podcast software that we're using. Um, so let's see here, leveling new characters, perfect. So, what we're, what we've been doing is, I mean, April and I leveled up some characters together, um, if I log out here really quick I can see what kind of, what I'm kind of looking for as far as what my level of my characters are so i have a level 85 paladin a level 85 warlock and then i have a 58 death knight which is brand new uh well they're probably going to be getting the levels if my next character gets up to above 85 um my monk is still level two my druid's level two my rogue's level two my shaman's level one uh so then my priest or sorry my warrior is level 25 priest is level 53 and mage is level 34 so still working still working we were doing some leveling in Tanaris. on our my priest hunter and then me and april were actually doing some questing together and we had some leftover levels from her leveling and so we went ahead and gifted some levels to my hunter so my hunter actually got up to in her 20s as well so i've been doing some dual boxing and if i have the chance i've been dual boxing dungeons i know it sounds kind of like i know yeah i know what you're saying like oh you're one of those people who i go into a, a dungeon you might not even notice that people are dual boxing in dungeons but if you ever see somebody following behind the other person closely that's generally what's happening but i dual boxes dps so i don't have to worry about like um, I don't have to worry about, like, uh, healing or tanking. So, right now I am going to be... Sorry about that. That was pretty loud. I apologize. That was my... That was what was the timer I had set on my... the timer I had set on my phone. So, um... So this this character has been just selling the green items that she gets from dungeons. Um, sorry, I gotta. Yeah, here we go. Get the microphone just in the right position. So she has been. um disappear a little bit. <laughs> Getting the microphone in just the right spot. Perfect. Okay. So she's been mainly just selling items that she gets in dungeons, and actually, I have a lot of questing items. So um, I think I can see what some of her successful sales are, or successful sales have been recently, since I did collect her items recently. And it's pretty amazing how. um, Let's see, revenue items. Okay, perfect, so where's the resale nope, uh, not resale sales okay <laughs> so we were able to sell like blazing citron ring for ten gold um room qua no let's see um, Gaia's cuffs for forty one gold, not a ton, just like notch short sword for four gold, three gold um We've been mainly doing just, what, the vendor... Like, 120% vendor price. So, alright, here comes the pause button. I'll be back in just a second. Alright, we are back. So, what were we talking about? We were talking about selling items from just doing dungeons. And right now I'm looking at the items that I'm getting ready to post from questing I did get an ancient chest piece which is a really nice transmog item that somebody's selling for um, 433 my normal price is 433 or the normal prices so it says below minimum price posting at normal price so their buyout is at Oh, yeah, 433. Oh, no. Okay. Someone's selling ancient chess piece for 100 gold. I'm probably not going to buy theirs out. I'm just going to go ahead and post mine normally. But, based on my highest buyout that I'm going to be selling is insignia gloves, which is 496, um, imposing pants 330 335 undercutting competition and these are from questing a lot of these and some doing a few dungeons in the f- level late level 40s and uh you might not know but there's a pirate area in thousand needles where i don't know if you've ever quested in southwest southeast thousand needles there's a pirate area and inside there's a cave with a bunch of ogres and then down at the, in the bottom of that cave is like uh his name's like tony two two times or something like that he's he's the guy that jumps in the jumps in the treasure chest and pops out he can farm that cave for transmog items and that's right around in the level range because right at the end of the 40s or right at the beginning of the 40s is when plate items become available and some of the best looking plate comes from those levels and that's their elites and in there and we used to call it the super secret hiding spot, or super secret farming spot. But you go back behind the pirate, um, you go back behind the pirate camp, and, and, in the, in the, uh, area back there, there's a, uh, there's a cave there. So, all right. So I have a few items that I need to put into groups. <clears throat> I think I've been putting most of these in the miscellaneous groups, although I think I have. Oh yeah, perfect. I have a a set of miscellaneous groups that are specifically set to for this particular server, so that might be a little bit different than normal. Well, let's see. Nice, nice. Okay. We got some crawler meat to do to add on to that as well. The reason that we set up auction groups specific to a server is just to help... The main reason to pay attention to what you're setting up your groups as is... I mean, you can mouse over most items in your bags, and it will tell you what group it is. But... Um, it's just nice to be able to to um, to know. And it used to not have that in the tooltips. It used to not tell what group it was in, which is where made making specific groups that you could go by easier, and also if I quit playing this character or whatever I can just go delete that source so I have a group that's called like the name of a little bit of the name of the server and miss for miscellaneous items so sharp claws crawler meat giant big or giant clam meat. So, and again, like I talked about on the Lost Podcast, um, episode number 81, how I like to use percent-based pricing. So, for these particular items, I'm using percent-based pricing, and it looks like the highest item I'm selling is a Heiberg Helm, which is a blue item, and it's selling for about a 168 gold. And then some of the level 40 items are right in the 43 level range. So again, I'm not actually... I'm not actually um figuring out these prices on my own. I'm just going by a percentage of the under my journal GE. So oh, someone threw a paper airplane at me. I'll throw the I'll throw the Zeppelin over to this person. Okay, so this person's done. Let's get on to let's get on to our main. It's kind of an interesting. If you've watched any of my podcasts or if you watched any of my live streams, you've definitely You've definitely seen my um, flow of how to do characters, but people that have just listened to the podcast might not be as familiar with it. So, in the last few days, one of the things I did was went on to the Enderman Journal and WoW Auction. So, when I went to the Enderman Journal for my server and faction... I moused over great deals and I clicked on the great deals uh, text underneath it and that brought me to the great deals page I copied all those links went to grouper which you can find at powerwordgold.net look for the word grouper at the top of the page pasted all of them in said group it now got the item IDs put them into a new group in particular that group was called I, uh, 1A <laughs> deals 1.17 AL for Alliance. And then I did it on the Horde side as well, and I did A1, I did 1A just so that's at the top of the page so it's easier for me to see in my groups. Um, uh, 1.17, which is January 17th, HO for Horde. And the reason I put dates on these groups is so that in like a month, what I can do is take the group that has a month old, set the mailing operation on that group to mail it to a specific individual. When all my options are expired <coughs> excuse me. When all my auctions are expired, get my mail and then hit TSM mailing and mail off all those items to that second individual. Do that every time i check my mail besides my normal reposting and what that will do is it'll essentially channel off all the items that haven't sold within a month to the second individual when that individual when that character gets all the items just vendor them or sell them Um, the other option i could do if i wanted to is to eliminate the auctioning operation and then what i would do then is at the time when that auctioning operation was um, no longer valid. It would leave the items in my um, backpack when I went to post. So essentially, if I took off the auctioning operation, what would happen is I'd get items out of my mailbox, go post items, and then I'd have some items left over. If I moused over them in my bag and it said that it was in, you know, like I have a group called, for example, 12 a one or sorry, 1A deals, 12.8, that means that, um, that deals, I, I looked at getting those deals off of the, under journal, and also, um, WoW auctions, uh, for WoW auction, it's a little bit different, WoW auction, you go to reports, and then you go to bargain hunter, once you've found your server faction. And then it does a similar thing, although it has um, weapons and armor kind of split out separately. And then what I would do is after I went and posted my auctions, those items would not post because the auction operation would be removed out of that group. And then I would just go to the vendor and sell them, most likely. Um, Unless there was a particular item in there that I thought was useful. So let's go ahead, and you know what? Let's actually do that why not okay so i'm on the character that's been selling items i'm gonna go to trade skill master groups Uh, pick the twelve eight and the twelve five deals go to operations this is all in trade skill master by the way if you're not following along remove my operation from go to Click on the group name, go to operations, underneath um, groups. Click on the operation 1 for auctioning and go no operation. There is a cool new feature I noticed about TradeSkillMaster where you can actually build pricing sources. Um, You can build pricing sources and name them the way that you do that is you click you open up trade school masters options by clicking slash TSM you click on the first tap first icon on the left which is TSM status options and it looks like a chalice or a cup with an exclamation mark if you click the red custom price sources um, now if you don't see that there might you might have to I think there are some options to show advanced options but I don't think maybe not anyways there's a red there's a where it says TSM info status, options, profiles, custom price sources, and you can go ahead and build a custom price source. So it's kind of like um, what you can do in your operations. Or, yeah, it just basically says below set the custom price that will be evaluated. I already just created anyone, but you just create a new pricing source there. There's more instructions there, but if you're the kind of person who likes to set up a lot of fancy pricing sources, you might want to go in and look at this option for custom pricing sources. And like I could create one, for example, that would be um, 10% TUJGE median. And then when I was setting up a shopping operation, for example, like here, I'm just going to do it right now on the fly. We're live on the fly. Um, so I would go to the TSM options, go to custom pricing sources, I'm going to click, I'm going to do 10, I'm going to call this 10% T-U-J-G-E median, because I use that for a pricing source for buying items, I'm going to hit okay, oh, name can only contain letters, oh, no spaces, no numbers or special characters, oops, okay, so it only can contain letters, okay, so I'll just call it T-U-J-G-E median 10 Per percent. Oh, I can't contain numbers. <laughs> I'm still learning about this here. I haven't used it yet, but we're going to learn together. Sure. Alright. I'm sure that there's people yelling at their podcast right now going, What are you doing? Okay, below, set the custom price that will be evaluated for this custom pricing source. So... You can do fixed value gold, percent of, of price source, more advanced options, is in bitly.com/t, uh, bit.ly, bit.ly, but I'm going to put 30, or 10%, 10 and the percent sign, T-U-J-G-E, median, and T-U-J-G-E and M are all capitalized, and median is capitalized, but the, the rest isn't, only the beginning letter of the word. I'm going to hit OK, custom price for this source. So now in my sources I have T-U-J-G-E median. Ah. Mm. Okay, this this makes sense. You know how there's pricing sources like, say, for example, T-U-J-G-E median? Well, now this is allowing you to basically build a custom pricing source, so I'm actually going to rename this. So I'm just going to call this T-U-J-G-E M. Okay? There. This is the reason why these exist. See, we're learning together. So, you know how I, c- I have to write TUJGE median? Well, if I wanted to, I could now make a source that was called TM, and then in the custom price for the source, it would be TUJGE median. And now, if I went into, for example, Module operations and shopping, I could create a new operation and I would call this operation uh, 10% tj median test. Hit OK. And now for the pricing source for this, I'm going to call it just, I'm going to do 10% space TM. Hit OK. Now, this Now, if it's working right, should be basically analogous or the same exact as. um, Well, I gotta be a little bit more. I gotta do a little bit more fancy things to that. But this 10% TM now is uh, basically when I when it sees the TM, it's gonna go in and insert TUJGE media, and I think that that's how it would work. Let's just see here vendor sell price. Let's see. Let me find an item that I might want to sell in the auction house. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's just find an item that is in a group here. Oh, I have some Immaculate Spellblade of the dagger that I need to sell it looks like. Steals. Oh, I have some items that haven't been in any groups. Okay, here's an example. Um, Let's see. Nope. Let's go ahead and do. Trying to find an item that's actually in a group that I have in my bags. I don't generally have. Uh, Let's see. Let's just put this in a group. Let's put Heart Blossom in a group really quick. So, items that I have a shopping operation for, I'm just going to put it in my 83 to 84s temporarily this alabaster pigment okay so now when I mouse over alabaster pigment perfect okay shopping operations 10 percent TSM shopping price max price one gold because it's saying four times vendor sell and the vendor price but anyways if you're one of the if you're one of those more advanced people and you don't want to have to keep typing out T U J G E median over and over and over again every time you build your pricing sources, um, you could do that. And also, um, I think I I'm not going to say it's more advanced than what I can use it for because I just actually found out about the feature not that long ago. But I could imagine that you could do some really interesting stuff with setting up a little bit more complex um, operation and then basically inserting that in in all of your pricing sources for like example shopping and then what you could do is by just adjusting that pricing source you could affect all of your items that were set that way so for example in my case for that custom pricing source where I had T-M for um, T-U-J, or the under my journal median, um, I could have instead, um, like I could have T-M, and then I might have T-T-N or something like that. But let's just say, for example, that under my journal... um, Let's just make a new one here. So under sources, I'm going to call this one um, deal buy. Okay? B-U-Y deal buy. Okay, I'm going to hit, okay. And now my deal by, I'm going to write the custom pricing source as min parenthesis 10 um, percent T.U.J.G.E. Median comma space 100 G close parenthesis hit OK. Now I have a custom pricing source called Deal Buy and that's basically named after what I like to use to buy my deals on the auction house. So that's one other way I could do it. So what I would only what I would do then is any groups that I had wanted to buy items for, so for example I have an item uh, group called uh, 1A Deals 117 which is January 17th, which was two days ago. I could set the operation um, Nope, I'd still have to have an operation I'll have to make an operation now Anyways, I'm getting I'm going around and around in circles, but think of them as like little packets of of usability and like I said, I'm sure the people that <laughs> needed this feature know how it works really good. And for those of us that are still learning, we're still learning. But it's like a little encapsulated item, so I could, if I wanted to, go into auction. Uh, sorry, shopping operations and create an operation called uh, deals uh, deal price all like spelled out and now for that deal by price I could just name this one called deal by and hit ok and now it's gonna be I could use that for any groups that I want to and then I could go in and um, by changing the pricing source options I could basically be essentially manipulating part of it, but I think that the power in this doesn't really come when you only have one source that you're dealing with because with if you're just using one source, you might as well just build it as a uh, as a operation, a, like a shopping operation, but imagine that you can now take two of these set shopping operations and you can then do some math on them, which is pretty cool, so you can put stuff in parentheses now, but Um, imagine if you built a couple custom pricing sources and then you said well find out which one of these is the best um, is the best deal so yeah hmm let's just go ahead and do that alright so I already have one called TM which is the end of my journal median Um, let's build another source here called TM P for the end of my journal median um, percentage. Let's build one called uh let's build another source called one um, H for one hundred. Okay, so under the one under the custom pricing source for this, I'm gonna have one hundred gold for one H. Okay. And you know what? Let's let's actually name, let's actually rename this. Let's name one H. Let's say uh, Max Buy. Okay, Max Buy. This is like Max Buy. This is how much. This is the most I want to actually buy it for, and it's set to a hundred gold now. Um, for TMP, um, let's go ahead and which is the under my median percentage. Let's do ten. Percent to GE median, or we could put TM in there. Let's just so you can see how it could get recursive. But so now I have two prices, two pricing sources: max buy, which in my case is 100 gold, and TMP, which is basically—I uh, probably need a better name for that—but um, it's 10% under my journal. Market median, T, TPTM. Let's call it TPTM. 10% ten, ten TUJ median, TPTM. Uh, actually, let's even get better than that. Let's rename that as TUJ10. Okay, TUJ10. Okay, so I have two new pricing sources. Max buy, which I have set to 100 gold, and I have TUJ10, which is 10% of the my Journal median, and I have to know that in my own head. Now, if I went to module operations, and I went to um, shopping, or no, yeah, shopping, I could create a new operation, and I'm going to call this operation um, uh, actually, I'm going to use the old one I had called Deal Buy Price. Okay, so this is basically Deal Buy Price. Now. I'm going to use i moder- I'm going to use an operator here called min. Put a parenthesis, and I'm going to put my two groups. So I had max by comma ten t m. Okay, and then I'm gonna put a close the parenthesis. Now, if I got those right, let me double check the spellings on those. No, tuj10. Yeah, you guys are right, tuj10. Sorry, let's go to shopping operation. Uh, oops, it didn't keep it. Okay, so let's do min bracket max by max by comma t u j 10 close parentheses. Say okay. All right, so here we go. Here's my deal by price. Um, now, for example, I'm going to go do a cancel scan, just so I can get some items. Uh, let's go ahead and go to auctioning, start cancel scan, see if there's any items I can cancel, because I want an item that has the old shopping operation for it, which was, um... And, you know, the other thing that I just realized about those custom pricing sources is that you can use them in more places. Like, if I go in and I go to module operations and I build a auctioning operation, I have to retype in TUJ 10%, 30% TUJ median. And if I u- want to use it in shopping, I have to type in the same. <laughs> so, you could actually build operations that... Are able to be used in multiple types. You can build pricing sources that are multiple types of operations. Okay, so let's get these items out of the mail, out of mail here. So, if I'm looking at these items in my in my hand, um, uh, where is it? Here we go. Shopping operation. Okay, the shopping operation right now is a is an operation I used to have that was just called ten percent. T U J G E median. Yeah, I was very, very creative when I, <laughs> when I created that name. I just like to spell it out really easily. Okay, so th- that says that I'm, my T S M shopping value max buy price for that item is forty gold. Now, if I go in here, um, and that's in my one A, one A deals, one point seventeen alliance. If I go in here to that group. And I go to the operations and I change the shopping operation to buy, deal buy price. It should, if everything works properly, give me the exact same. And I can see here, looking at my tooltip, that the new shopping operation is called deal buy price. And the max shopping price is 40 gold and 97 silver, which is 10%. It's the lowest between 10% of the end of my journal GE median and 100 gold. That's what minimum function is. So, apologize if there's a lot of technical stuff going in here, but <laughs> what I was able to do essentially was to, since I used 10% TUJ GE median, you know, a lot, and I use also, I just made 100 gold, I just basically built two little encapsulated sources that then i used a modifier on if this all goes over your head just listen to it all over again and um maybe it'll make a little bit more sense but and i'm still learning it as well obviously you've just seen me go from knowing nothing about it to knowing a fair good amount about it and to realize you know um where it might be useful and i'm sure like i'll be sitting in the shower or laying in bed and i'll be like oh man that's what i could do with that custom pricing source that's pretty cool so and i'm sure like i said that there's that there's people out there who are just going crazy with that and using it for you know most features in the undermine journal are put in there or sorry most features in trade are put in there um not just for willy-nilly but because somebody actually asked for it for a specific reason so Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and go to auctioning, and I'm going to go to my long uh, go to auctioning, and on the right side, I'm going to low duration auctions. And I'm going to go cancel low duration auctions, and it does look like I have a good amount of my items are all going to expire. So basically, that allows you to cancel any items that are going to expire between two and seventeen out two and twelve hours. So in that case, I canceled. Probably a good amount of my items here. So let's go ahead and grab all these out of the auction house. But before we go any further, I'm going to go ahead and go, um, talk about our sponsor. The sponsor for this episode of the Power Word Gold podcast is the Power Word Gold Guides. We have two different guides available. Um, we have the Power Word Gold Guide Volume 1, which is a 130-plus page guide to making gold with add-ons. And we have the Power Word Gold Guide Volume 2, which is a 75-page guide to making gold to Mr. Pandaria price for these guides are $5, 10 15 or $20. Four different prices. They all purchase the same guides. We just leave it up to you to decide which price you'd like to pay to support us by purchasing the guides. To purchase those guides, head over to powerwordgold.net. Look for the banner ad that you can find there, The one of the purchase links on the sidebar, or the store link at the top of the page. If you have any issues purchasing your guide, um, just go ahead and send us an email at powerwordgold at yahoo.com and we'll get you set up. So, all right. Let's go ahead and get back in with it. Okay, so... <coughs> excuse me. We sold a defective Soul Gem Staff of the Beast, a Blood Fist epaulette for 361 gold, Blood Fist for 77 gold, Swift Elegant... Swift Sky Flare Diamond for 115 and a Dervish Leggings of the Monkey for 41 gold. This is a character who only does um, this kind of deal flipping where I go to the end of my journal and I go to WoW Auction and I look for the Great Deals page on the end of my journal and the uh, Bargain Hunter on the, and then use the Grouper to extract the item IDs from those pages by copying and pasting them into Grouper and then using Grouper to extract the item IDs and then building a group with those in TradeSkillMaster, importing those into a group, and then adding a shopping and auctioning operation. So, let's go ahead and go to do what we wanted to do initially, which was we're going to take off, if we haven't already, for the the two December ones, I did remove the um, operations for those, so I took off the auctioning operation. Um, and I took off the auctioner. So basically, if there's an item, and I use Addy Bags, which is um, A-I-D-I, A-D-I-B-A-G-S, and what I do then is um, all the new items turn green. They have like a green um, glow around them, so I know that they're just out of the mailbox. So if for some reason I don't post an item, it means that it was maybe from that old group. And then I can essentially just go sell it to the vendor or something like that, but I don't know if there's actually items from December that I used to do, yeah, perfect, okay, so there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine items that either you know, and what I'm gonna do is mouse over these, okay, perfect, one a deals twelve five twelve eight twelve five twelve eight twelve eight twelve eight. 12, eight. And, yep, 12.5. Okay, so I have one, two, like I said, a few items. I'm just going to go over them really quick to see if there's any ones that I would maybe want to consider trying to continue to sell. But I've noticed that if I just i am pretty much pretty ruthless about selling these to the vendor, because they've been trying to sell for a month, I might actually, I might have considered waiting an extra month just because I haven't really been posting much <clears throat> because you can see that this was 12.5 and 12.8 which means that this is essentially right after right before our child was born so she was born on 12.10 so you know what, I'm actually going to not sell these to the vendor and I'll just assume that anything that's not sold from February depending on how active I am in my auctions will get actually sold on it will be sold to the vendor in, in March, in a. Uh, February. So let's go ahead and put a new auctioning operation back on there. Let's do uh, T-U-J We have an operation called T-U-J percent G median all. Alright, perfect. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and post these items up. I mean, uh, we got them at good deals, so Alright, auctioning, start post scan. What we're also going to do is build a brand new deals list since we're on this girl so I've already opened up the Alliance Great Deals page I'm going to open that up right now On um, if, if you do this if you do this deals thing what you want to probably consider doing is making a bookmark straight to the page and I thought I had a deals page yep, I do I have a bookmark straight to it and you just bookmark it in your browser okay, um, so I'm on the deals page right now. I'm going to highlight all those. Hit copy. It's pretty easy on the end of my journal. If you just grab your mouse and kind of drag it backwards a little bit with the mouse bow we'll click, it. it'll select all. I'm going to copy. I'm going to go to grouper, which I have bookmarked also. Um, Powerwordgold.net slash p slash grouper html I'm going to paste those in. And actually, if you really want to, you could do both of these at the same time by just continuing to paste all the wow auction items in to the same cell as the great deals page but I'm actually just gonna do two groups so I'm gonna hit group it now I'm gonna copy the results which is a bunch of item ids go into the or trade skill master groups create a new group let's call this one um, deals uh, 1A, 1A, yeah, 1 deals, 119A uh, uh, for alliance. I'm gonna hit OK. Let me go to that group. Go to Import/Export. Paste the item IDs into the import string. Click OK. And now it's imported those items in. Now go to WoW option I'm already signed into my server and faction. I'm gonna Click on go mouse over reports, click on bargain hunter, and it will load here. I'm glad I refreshed that because okay, so what I'm going to do now is under weapons, I'm going to sort by cheap uh, AH cheapest because I don't I only buy items that are 100 gold and below. So if you click on the column called AH cheapest, it will actually sort it from reverse order. So now I can see that this item's selling for 10 gold, and I can copy all those up to up to um, uh, 100 gold there we go so I'm going to copy those I'm going to open up a new grouper page, I could just refresh grouper if I wanted to paste those in, Um, uh, go to armor I'm going to click the AH cheapest and I'm going to select the whole first page, I wish you could do multiple pages that would be nice, go to grouper Just click anywhere in Grouper, I'm just going to paste it right inside the cell of the other one. You don't really need to worry about formatting. Click to the next page, and the cheapest is still under 100 gold. Click anywhere, paste. Like I said, you don't have to be careful about where you're pasting it, because it generally just tends to paste right into one of the other cells in Grouper, and you don't have to be careful about the formatting, because it's just looking for the item links, it's not looking for anything else. Perfect, okay, so on the next page we get to the items that are 100 gold, so go to grouper here, paste this in, and there we go, there's items that are 100 gold, so I'm going to copy those, paste those in, and now I have quite a bit of items pasted in, and I'm going to hit group it now. I got a decent amount of item IDs, so I'm going to copy those, and go to my deals, which is the 1 deals, 119A import-export tab, paste in the items ID's, hit OK and it brought it in. Now one thing about import-export is you want to make sure the um, checkbox called move already grouped items make sure you don't have that um, checked because if there is deals that are in your other groups you don't want to have to accidentally pull them out because I might because I'm going to be destroying these groups at some point. So now um, I don't want to pull them out of another group. Like, for example, if there was like a malevolent gladiator piece that was a great deal, I, didn't, I wouldn't want to pull it out of that group and put it into my group. So now I need to go to operations for that deal for that group. I'm going to put in my shopping, my auctioning operation, which is TUJ median percent, which is just basically 200% for the of the TUJGE median for maximum, 120% for m- normal, and... 30% of that for minimum I'm going to go ahead and go to shopping, click this new one that I just created which was deal by price and close the window now I can click on shopping in the uh, auction house the shopping tab from TSM, go to TSM groups, deselect all groups and I'm going to just select the actually you know what I'll select all, I'll select all these deals, why not Actually, I'm just going to do the one I just did, did. because that's the one that actually has the deals. I'm going to click that, I'm going to hit start search. It's going to search the auction house for items that I was just able to copy and paste out of that, and it's going to find the items. Now, it's not perfect. You're basically relying on the computer to tell you what's a good deal and what's not, and because I used 10% TUJ, 10%... uh, Space, T-U-J-G-E, median, and again, T-U-J-G-E and M in median are all capitalized. Anytime there's a, for that, anytime there's a letter by itself, it's usually capitalized, and anytime there's a word, it's usually not capitalized. That's called camel case. All right, so it looks like it found some items here that are great deals. It's done scanning. It looks like there's some iron hide helms, some, um merciless greaves I'm just gonna go ahead and click on the top item and I have modified my I have modified my standard default TSM macro that it builds when you do the um, click binding uh, create macro bind scroll wheel I've modified that to actually include the buyout the two buyout buttons that come up when you go to um, when you go to buy items and so just for those that like macros, if you want to add those commands, you can get your pencil ready. But the the two commands are, and you have to type this as you have to basically since every time you add that create macro and bind scroll wheel option to a character, it resets your macro. You're going to want to build a second macro that is like a called like TSM backup or something like that. And here it is though. The default ones are. slash click TSM auctioning cancel button and again that's in camel case which means that TSM are all capitalized auctioning is capitalized cancel is capitalized and button is capitalized so all the rest of the things I'm going to tell you if it's an abbreviated letter it's just capitalized if it's a word it's also capitalized just the first letter of the word so the two that you need to add is um, slash click TSM A H tab buyout button and slash click TSMAH confirmation action button. And what that will do is if you have your success if you have your items that you've searched for, you click the top one in the list and hold down control, move your mouse wheel back and forth, and it will actually click those two buyout buttons over and over again, um, which is pretty nice. But like I said, you have to make a backup. So once you actually create a macro that works, copy and paste it somewhere else as another macro like called TSM Backup because if you go, say you start a new character and you create macro and bind scroll on that character it will erase your macro that you've spent all that time creating if you want to find out how to do those you can do slash f stack and it will bring up a little window that shows you bring up a little window that shows you all the items under your mouse and you just uh, just look at what the actual top. usually it's the topmost item is called and then you do a slash click in with that item when you mouse over the buyout buttons and stuff. So now I got my items. Um, here's one thing to note: I bought three copies of this helmet, um, serpent serpent skin helmet, and I only like selling one item. So I'm going to go ahead and sell one of these to the vendor. Um, call me weird, but um, I, I really only like selling one, and especially if it's I'm going to, yeah. That's just me, call me weird. But the rest of them look like they're alright. It looks like they're transmog items, maybe, but I'm just going to go ahead and sell them anyway. Um, Because if it's an exact duplicate, I don't like having more than one. But these look like they're transmog, but who knows, somebody might buy them for their secondary stats, but we'll just have to wait and see. Alright, so it looks like, wow, I bought most of these items for under 15 gold or so. And sometimes they're selling for it looks like they're posting based on the undermined journal hundred twenty percent of the Endorrin journal that is posting for two hundred gold for the objur's robe, three hundred gold for crystal or celestial hand wraps, five hundred gold for crafted dreadful gladiators leather foot guards, but that's above max price so that might not sell um yeah, so yeah the, the see merciless greaves. But then again, a lot of these items that you're going to find in these great deals pages are transmog items. So if you don't know why something might be well, it's most likely that it's a transmog item. Now, I have a few extras, a few extra items in my bags that look like... I don't have them in any specific... I don't have them in any specific group yet, so I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to go ahead and... uh, Add these to a group. I have some cooking items that I don't actually know how much they're worth, but I'm put them in a group. And now I have a miscellaneous group. I'm gonna put oh, H balsamic. I don't know how much that's worth, but we'll put it in that group. I basically have for my kind of what I call my like trash, my trash uh, groups. I have two groups. One of them is set to post all of an item, and one is set to post. 40 at one stack So what that allows me to do is um, If I have an item like spices that I want to sell in individuals It will let me sell them as a single stacks Otherwise they generally just all sell um, oh, Mysterious fortune cards, how many do I got of those? So, that, so mysterious fortune cards for example I would put in my miscellaneous one category Which is going to sell them in individuals But Armor and everything like that, and maybe even ore. I might put in my miscellaneous all category, which means it's going to post it in stacks of as big as it can. Hasn't it? Hasn't it been entertaining? Hasn't this been interesting to see inside the live inside the head of somebody who is actually actively posting on the auction house? <laughs> Ooh, nobody's selling the story fortune cards. Nice. Looks like I'm the only one. I. Must have bought those at a great deal at some point. <laughs> so, cool. All right, did I did I fry your brains? <laughs> did I fry your brains enough with that? This is the kind of thing that goes through my head as I'm playing the game on a day-to-day basis. Um, so what I'm going to do right now is go back to my browser, and in the URL for... Wow, actually, I have shortcuts to them. I'm going to open up. I'm going to use my two shortcuts or my two bookmarks for the Great Deals page on the end of my journal for the hoard and my um, Bargain Hunter page for the um, for the um, hoard on my server. And I'm going to go ahead and start building those. Lists as we speak. So I usually have two grouper pages open, and I do what the under my journal on one, and I do. Um, I do the under my journal on one, and then I do. whatchamacallit I call it on the other? So I've already copied the under my journal deals page. I need to make a new group here. I'm going to call this one one point. Uh, let's see, one deal one point one nine. H for hoard. click that, oh, it's deals, let's see, where's management, if you ever need to rename a group, it's under management, so let's call this rename group, one deal, one, I probably need to come up with a better deals, I probably need to come up with a better way to specify these, or to name them, okay, so, let's go ahead and go to Import export. So we've already pasted the links into Grouper. We've already grouped them. We've already copied the. Once you start doing this, it gets pretty fast. I already copied and pasted it and imported it into my group. So now I'm going to go to the Wow Auction page here, and weapons. I'm going to sort it. So there's, uh, there's a decent amount. There's like, okay. So Grouper, paste those in. Go back to Wow Auction. I, didn't only, only, um, I normally only do weapons and armor. Although there is recipes, mounts that you can do on that are in that great deals page as well. But I'm just more familiar with armor and uh, weapons, so I just tend to do that. So what I'm doing right now is I'm cop. I'm going to each page in WoW Auction one by one, and I sorted it by AH cheapest. And I'm basically just getting everything that's under a hundred gold or a hundred gold and under because I don't buy. So this is the step that's a little bit harder. Maybe if I could figure out a way to get Wow Auction to show all of them on one page that would be cool. But I'm pretty good at copying and pasting. Okay so I'm going to click group it now and it grouped it and I'm going to copy all those item IDs, go to my import export tab and paste it in and hit OK. Now I have a new group. Now last step, set my auctioning operations and set my shopping operations to the standard, what I like to use. Go to the auction house. And I'm going to go ahead and do um, uh, auctioning. I'm going to go, oh, sorry, not, I'm going to do shopping. I'm going to do my shopping ahead of time first. And I'm going to go to, I'm going to uncheck the one deals 19A and do. I'm going to do one deals 19H. Start search. So, in the last time I was telling you guys what I was doing, I was actually searching after I was reposting all my items because I had thought that I was going to, um, I had thought that I was going to can't stop, you know, remove the posting operation and just sell them to the vendor, but I decided against that. Oops, sorry. Okay, so it's got some cons. Chest piece, sheep mantle, guillotine axe, Plans for the Obsidian Breastplate. So, it looks like it got about 10 items. Potent Shoulders of the Monkey. And again, these are... I don't necessarily know these. I know that the reason why they're in here is because the Enderman Journal or um, WoW Auction has determined that they're a great deal. I'm going to go ahead and grab those out of the mail. And, let's see here. Let's go post those up. And because I'm using a pricing source of normal 120% TUJGE median, and the end of my journal GE median needs to have the add-on, the end my journal GE add-on, so it won't work unless you have that. But I talked about that on the last podcast. You did listen to the last podcast, didn't you? Okay. So, we posted up, we just bought and posted up th- those deals, so... Now, I should mention you would say well there was it looks like there was like forty items imported why 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 did you only buy like ten of them It's because I only like to buy things up to hundred gold in these deals so for example, if there's a really fancy transmog item that was say for example the median price on the underwriting journal GE was five thousand gold and my buyout my shopping operation is ten percent of it's the minimum between 100 gold or 10% of the under my journal GE median. 10% of the under my journal GE median. If the median price is 5,000, is 500, which is over. So when it's doing that minimum function, it's saying, okay, well, this is basically it's this is 500 and this is 100. So I'm going to take the minimum of it, and since 500 is over, um, if it's if it's 500, that means that it's I'm going to be using 100 as the minimum price, which means that I won't buy things over 100 gold it's a short way of basically creating yourself a maximum price when you're buying items Okay, so I sold this character also has the same type of deal where I buy and sell these deal items and so I'm gonna just go down it looks like I made 1500 gold on these Um, I sold a barbed club of power for five gold I sold a ceremonial leather loincloth for 386 this is my net not my gross um, bulk Mail Inbox shows you your um, net So that's okay uh, So I sold it for 5% more than these prices Crafted Malevolent Felweave Raiment That's actually part of my crafting regiment That's 276 Fish ticker Crossbow 159 Headhunter Spaulders of the Monkey 68 Renegade Boots of Dodge 28 Renegade Boots of the Gorilla 284 Runic Healing Potions 20 Gold Stitched Cal of the Invoker, 233, and Wanderer's Armor of Stamina. So 1,500 gold, not too bad. The ceremonial leather loincloth. It's nice this sold for 386. So if you don't really know a lot about transmog, you're gonna probably be getting transmog items in this, but because you're trusting in the fact that th- you're trusting in the pricing of the masses <laughs> that are all on the Endermind Journal GE. You're basically doing a lot of that now. I could, if I wanted to, I have a there's a post I did about transmog, and I do have a mogging uh, shopping list. I'm gonna go ahead and start search now. The mogging shopping list has some thousands of items on it, and so it takes a little while. It takes like a minute and a half to actually work through, but I also buy it for the same price, which is ten percent of the end of my journal ge medium or a hundred gold, whichever is lower so right now it's building the filters for this list and um, I'm kind of sad that I haven't been able to play a lot since the connected realms happened because I wasn't able to like go in and say pick up items that were from other realms but you know it happens it happens alright we're at filter 46 Alright, so while I'm doing this, did I mention how to get a hold of me? Yes, you can get a hold of us by going out to... You can get a hold of the blog by going to Power... Uh, sorry, the blog and podcast is at powerwordgold.net. You can find our live streams at twitch.tv slash Y-O-U-N-K-I-N. Make sure you head over there and follow us on Twitch so that you'll get a little notice when we go live. Also, download the iPhone or Android app for Twitch, and if, if you have notifications set up, you'll get a little notification when I go live which is actually pretty nice because otherwise you might not by the time that you might realize I'm gone live you might already I might already be gone um, you can follow us on Twitter and interact with us our Twitter handle is PowerWordGold you can like and interact with us at Facebook.com slash gold. you can also find us on PowerWordGold.Tumblr.com and we're on YouTube.com slash PowerWordGold And we're at google.com slash plus powerwordgoldnet. You can also email us at powerwordgold at yahoo.com if you have gold making questions. If you do want a question answered on the podcast, make sure you note it. Make sure you put podcast question in the subject line. (laughs) All right. So let's go ahead and see what we got here. So we did our shopping list for mogging, and we got a pretty decent amount of items. We still only buy these items up to um, up to uh, 100 gold. So we got a barbaric cloth vest, field plate, gossamer robe, revenant girdle, arachnidian gloves, outlander's face wrap, ancestral woolies, ornate circlet. This is what I call my lazy uh, lazy mogging heroes. Uh, lunar mantle, ancient pauldrons, mercurial belt. And this is 5 gold, so 9 gold, 7 gold, 18 gold. Sixteen gold, twenty-five gold, and transmog. Uh, it's a little bit trickier because transmog, the items that are in the deals pages, there are a lot of times maybe even like I mean I said that they might be trans they might be transmog but a lot of times they might not be. So, um, and because I have them like. You know, you might get items that aren't transmog in there. But it looks like I just probably bought about 40, 45 items that are transmog. What I'm going to do is, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get them out of my mail, get them out of my mailbox. I'm going to vendor duplicates, because I don't really like duplicates. If I vendor duplicates, I'll usually try to pick the, I meant visual duplicates, because the two items might have the same look, but they might have different. So in in this case, this item's the Lunar Mantle of the Owl, and this one's the Lunar ma- Mantle of the Intellect. Well, maybe I want to just get rid of the Lunar Mantle of the Owl. So I don't mind vendoring these, even, even if I lose a little bit of money here and there. So is there any other duplicates? Nope you can tell from just looking on the icons so yeah i got here's crusaders gauntlets of the falcon or crusaders gauntlets of the owl falcon is agility and intellect which is pretty pointless so i'm gonna send vendor that one it looks like i got two ancestral Woolies. i'm actually gonna post both of those i think they're really cool looking items so i got gossamer robe of the owl two gossamer robes of the owl but man those look awesome holy moly how much is it going to be posting for normal price 953 gold nice that's pretty sweet so what I'm actually gonna do is I think I'm going to I'm gonna put some of those in my guild bank here. I don't normally like to store extra stuff in the guild bank, but I think in this case, there's a few times when you Oh, my inventory's full. Oops, okay. I'll just put this. I was trying to move a few items in my guild bank around. Okay, I'm gonna put one of the Gossamer robes in. And I'm gonna put what was the other one? Nope, I think that's it. Oh yeah, one of the ancestral woolies. Here we go. Sweet. Okay, so let's see how much the potential of buying. And like I said, I bought, I bought most of those items. Um, I said about forty-five items. I would say most of them, right around ten gold or something like that. Maybe there's a few. So let's just say four fifty. We might have spent on items here. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down how much money my girl has, and um, I'm going to go ahead and do my posting and see. Or sorry, I'm not going to write down how much money my girl has. I'm going to write down how much um, the uh, the vendor or the value of my auctions is right now. So I'm I'm mousing over under my auctioning. If I mouse over the number at the bottom, you might not have known this, but if you mouse over, if you're on your auctioning tab and you move your mouse down to the value down at the bottom, it will give you your current gold and also it will give you your current auction value. So right now my auction values are fifty thousand. Let's see here, fifty thousand six hundred ninety two. fifty thousand. There we go. And I'm gonna go ahead and post my items. So start post scan. What I'm gonna do is by the end what it'll end up with is I'll subtract my new value with my old value from a new value and it will give me an estimate for about how much the value is for all the items that I'm going to post up. And a lot of these transmog items are selling for 500, 600 gold, and I'm the only one posting them now. Granted, there's a chance that there might be somebody else posting them um, with a slightly different prefix. I'm not sure how that works. But let's go ahead, and i got 36 items to post, so I'm going to go ahead and post them all. And let's see if that number increases automatically. Nope. doesn't. Oh, yeah. It's Okay, so... Now it says that I have my auction house. Current auctions value is sixty one sixty one thousand five hundred forty. All right. So sixty one five forty minus uh, fifty six nine two. So 10,000 gold worth of transmog items I just bought for right about 400 gold, if I'm guessing. Interesting. Eight? <laughs> Alright, so it looks like I might have multiple lunar leggings. So I only post one of every transmog item anyway, so I'm just going to sell these lo- lunar leggings to the vendor. Hopefully I posted the good one, I don't know. Actually, let's let's just go see. If you ever want to cancel a specific item... And you have Auctionator. Just go to your More tab and your Auctions. And in this case, Lunar Leggings. I'll just scroll down the alphabetical list until I get to L's. Lunar Leggings of the Owl. And this is Lunar Leggings of Intellect. Yeah, the Owl's maybe a little bit better. Well, I don't know. Intellect is pretty good, too. I'm just going to cancel that auction. And then I'm going to go back to auctioning and start post-scan. Oops. Let's see. Start post-scan. There we go. Because if I'm going to sell them, if I'm going to sell a Transmog item, I might as well sell the one that has the better stats on it. And I think it seems to me that um, seems to me that uh, Pure like might be better at lower levels. I don't know though. All right, let's get rid of those Lunar Leggings. Sell it to the vendor. And let's go ahead and sell these items here. Start post scan. So actually, I had more items I didn't realize I had in the guild bank. So, the actual value of my options is 62,122 minus 5692. So, we're at about 11,430 gold worth of auctions that I was able to pick up through transmog items. Now, that's not to say they'll all sell, um, but it looked like I didn't necessarily have strict competition on a lot of my items, so that's good. But I don't know. We'll wait and see. Again, um, if you want to get that transmog list, go over to powerwordgold.net um, type into the search box big list No. Hold on a second. Yes. No. Hold on. Transmog. Hold on a second. Ah, uh, huge transmog. There we go. Is that what it is? No, that's not it. I'm silly. Hold on. Let me find it. It was in this year. Hold on. No, it was last year. Let me find it. I basically made a TSM importable list of transmog items. When did I put that together? missile tokens. Let's see. You know you have a lot of information. Ah, here we go. It's called giant. I have huge and I have giant. So if you're at Power Word Gold look up giant transmog. There we go. Giant. Look up giant transmug in the search box, and you'll find the giant transmug list for trade skill master import. And it has a big, huge list of items you can import. <laughs> it's a long list. I was I got a lot of it from Shannon LaSalle's post, which I actually put a link to. So, anyways, same idea: buy it for 10% of the journal GE market median, sell it for normal price and/or 20% of the journal. GE market median, high max price 200%, and lowest price 30%. Wow, this this podcast is pretty good. I don't have to say this podcast is pretty good. Don't you guys think so? A lot of information. Are your eyeballs rolling back in your head? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. So I think that that's going to wrap it up for episode 82 of the Power Word Gold podcast. Um, because of the way that we're doing it we don't have any fancy like sound effects or anything like that or outros, but maybe at some point we will I'm going to have to work on that we're using a program called um, Boss Jock Studio for the iPhone and iPad and it has the ability to have sound clips so I could potentially play like a sound clip of our theme song which I might do in the future but other than that, um, not this time around. So, all right, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Bye bye.